0: Dun dun, 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 Good morning. Happy, happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. Got the live, live stream rolling. It is going out over, over the interwebs. Oh, guys, I put the slide deck together for today and I was like, man, I'm so glad, so glad we thought to turn things around, to look, to, to focus, to laser focus on the low, the moderate, the high controls, um, and those things that affect privacy. I hope you have your, your cup of coffee. You're ready to go. We're going to talk about one of the controls in this control set, AC4 uh, in flow enforcement. It's an important control. You know, How do we keep the information that we're responsible for uh, contained? How do we make sure it doesn't go places it's not supposed to go? That's what's all this control is all about. So we, we talk about it within uh, the bounds of our control, our bounds of the, our scope of control, our span of control, where we can work, where we can control how this information goes. And this, con- this, this control is all about keeping stuff you know where it's supposed to be. Information flow control is important. It's an important control. We'll change things up a little bit. so we'll walk through the slide deck this morning. I see we've got a few people coming in uh mike bravo's gonna get things going he's gonna uh submit resumes till his fingers bleed that's the way (laughs) that's a monday for you right there if i ever saw one um hopefully everything's going good hopefully it's all going the way it's supposed to go uh hopefully it's a productive move you're going for mike i uh hope that's all all that's about well let's jump in let's do the morning intro and then let's jump into the slide deck I do have a new uh, setup. I'm trying some new things. So I got to kind of move around a little bit. It's not ideal here because I did a lot of organizing over the weekend. I told you this is the year to get organized. So right now, this surface right here, if you could see it, it's all junked up. It's got everything that I've pulled from other places that needs a home that is kind of over here in this area. Things like patch panels for explaining how to do things. Patch panels we're gonna talk about today because there's a lot of stuff we're talking about today that goes over the network. uh, Controlling things as they flow over the network. That's a big part of today's control. So let's jump into the slide deck and let's kind of walk through this thing. So we're talking about this morning, we're talking about uh, NIST Special Publication 853 Revision 5, the newest revision talking baseline act baselines and the access control controls that fall in the low moderate high baseline as well as those things that impact privacy today we're talking about uh, ac4 and the enhancements that fall in the baselines information flow enforcements Um, remember we look back at all of the access control family and all of the controls that fall in any of the baselines or are impacted by privacy so This is the one we're looking at today. We see there's a control and a single enhancement. So AC4 and AC4 Enhancement 4. These fall under, Uh, AC4 help falls under if you have a moderate or a high baseline and then Enhancement 4 falls under if you have a high baseline. Uh, So one thing you'll notice, down in the lower left corner, you'll see like a little grid. That grid's important. I I thought I'd throw this in here. It's right down here, guys. this this is our key. Each of the slides will have this key, or there's another one we'll look at a little bit later when we talk about assessment. This is going to tell you if this control falls under a privacy control or the low, moderate, or high baseline. And you see under this one, we've got it highlighted under moderate and high because this control obviously is under the moderate and high baseline. It's, it's required as a baseline control. It can be tailored out if you need to, but that's, that's the important part. So that part down there we see. Um, so we started out, the discussion on this one kind of long, so we broke it up and, and made it hopefully kind of make sense. So uh, this is the discussion around AC4. Now, information flow control regulates where information can travel within a system and between systems. And that's in contrast to who is allowed access to the information. So a lot, a lot of the access control controls we've talked about up to this point have been who can access the information. This control is more uh, in line with where it can travel. And that's inside the system, like if you have multiple components of the system and sometimes even within a computer itself, and also outside the system, if you're leaving the bounds of your control. And that's with regard to the uh, subsequent access to that information, who can access that information, where that information can go after it leaves your system. So flow control uh, restrictions include blocking External traffic that claims claims to be coming from with the within the organization. let will try that again flow control restrictions include blocking external traffic that claims to be from within the organization and a lot of folks do this on their firewall They have what's called a boggins list and it says block anything coming from the external side of the external connection of The firewall that says it's from our internal network so if we have an internal network Uh, And there's a a connection coming from outside. We know it's coming from outside. We know it can't be an internal address. So that's someone trying to spoof an IP address, trying to get inside. So we want a control on that firewall that says, hey, if that IP is coming from the external environment, trying to come in, and it's got one of our IP addresses, stop it. And that's what this is saying, you know, blocking external traffic that claims to be from within the organization. IP addresses are the big thing we talk about here. There could be other ways to do this as well. Also keeping export controlled information from being transmitted in the clear to the internet. So there are some things like cryptographic keying information and things like that that are under export control restrictions. So there are certain things we can't export to some countries, some, some other countries. So this we're saying here, if we know we have some things that are restricted from export. It's our responsibility to make sure they don't get exported in the clear to the internet. Um, and then restricting web requests that are not from the internal web proxy server. So uh, maybe we're restricting those things. If they're not coming from the proxy server uh, we need to put some restrictions in place. So if we have a proxy in place that should be the thing that's going out and asking for web addresses. So we want to make sure that people aren't bypass- bypassing our web proxy. So We restrict web requests that are not from the internal web proxy. So if everybody is supposed to go through something like a blue coat, a web proxy, it's going to have specific IP addresses that we know should be coming from that proxy. Those things should be allowed to query the internet. If we have other IP addresses querying the internet, we should be concerned about that. We should limit that, and they should be controlled by some type of Control board or change configuration management board, something like that, um, and limiting the information transfers between organizations uh, based on data structures and content. Right? So, we're, we're kind of restricting where the information can flow to what, in, what systems it can flow, where it can go, that kind of stuff. Right? So, we want to have something in place that's going to block that data from going places it's not supposed to go. So we we talked about a lot of things. Folks on the outside claiming to be from the inside, people trying to bypass a web proxy, whether intentional or unintentional, um, making sure that if there's something we have that is is controlled uh, and is not supposed to be exported, we are responsible for making sure we put controls in place that it doesn't get exported, and then having some limitations uh, between organizations based on data structures and content. That's normally something like a, a DLP solution. Um, so it, it queries the information and makes sure that things like social security numbers, PII, classified information is not traversing that. So that's the first part of this control. Second part of the control, um, we wanna make sure that we're if we're transferring information between organizations, that may require an agreement specifying how the flow is enforced. And that's covered a little bit more in CA3. So Good another control. And then another part of this, we go transferring information between systems in different security or privacy domains with different security or privacy policies introduces the risk that such transfers violate one or more domain security or privacy policies. So to illustrate that, maybe we have a confidential environment, and that could be government confidential or maybe trade secrets or something like that within a private organization. And maybe they're on the same network. Um, How do we make sure that this confidential information, this sensitive information doesn't travel over to systems that are not certified to handle that type of information, right? So we wanna put some type of control in between these two types of domains that keeps the data from flowing from one side to the other. And there's a lot of different ways Excuse me, a lot of different ways we can do that. So, So, I want to make sure that if there's things that will be violating rules, we want to make sure we put some type of control device in between those uh, types of networks to keep that from, from happening, right? Such situations, information owners or stewards provide guidance at designated policy enforcement points between the connected systems. So if I'm the the data owner for this confidential information, I may tell the system owner, this this data can never traverse over to the public network, all right? So then the system owner or the organization responsible for that network is going to be responsible to make sure there's a block in place that keeps that information from flowing to the public network, right? So organizations consider mandating specific architectural solutions to enforce specific specific security and privacy policies enforcement includes prohibiting information transfers between connected systems uh, allowing access only verifying right permissions before accepting information from other security or privacy domains or connected systems employing uh, employing hardware mechanisms to enforce one-way information flows and implementing trustworthiness regarding mechanisms to reassign security and privacy attributes and labels. so talking a lot about a lot of stuff in this part of the control, right? Um, Prohibiting information transfers uh, between systems. Maybe there's access only where we are prohibiting um, that, that transfer of information between, maybe allowing us to review it only. Or verifying write permissions, who can write to uh, another system before we allow that right to be fully committed, right? Another thing we talk about is something called kind of a one-way transfer. So in this situation, maybe we can say information can go from the public systems to the confidential systems, but information should not flow the other way. It shouldn't go from the confidential system back to the public. That's a one-way transfer. It can only go up. It can only go from public to confidential. That makes sense because it's a higher classification level in most cases. So. We want to make sure that, yeah, we want to get information maybe from the internet. Once we vet it, it goes up to the confidential system. But we should never want the higher domain to come down, right? So we don't want that confidential information coming back down. so a lot of stuff in that part of the control. We're rolling down to the, to the end of this thing, right? Um, organizationally, organizations commonly employ information flow control policies and enforcement mechanisms to control the flow of information between designated sources and designations within a system and between connected systems, right? So we're just saying, yeah, this is this control is within a system or between systems. Um, that's where we put the stuff in place. Flow control is based on the characteristics of the information or the information path, right? So what it could be characteristics. Maybe we have tagging going on. Maybe we're doing DLP solutions where we're looking for specific patterns of information. Um, and maybe we know that this this path, this path between this system and this other system, is traversing from a higher security domain to a lower security domain. So maybe we, that information path is something we know about. It's going between maybe where we're doing our research and development and the public uh, public networks. We want to make sure that those paths we keep track of, right? Enforcement incurs, for example, in boundary protection devices that employ rule sets or establish configuration settings that restrict system services, provide a packet filtering capability based on header information, or provide a message filtering capability based on message content. We're talking about all kinds of things like firewalls and layer seven firewalls. Um, Things that are looking at the packet, they're looking at the tags, they're looking at the type of information, maybe a DLP solution at the border. Generally talking about Perimeter devices here, but it could be between security domains. Again, it could be you know it's very common to have external perimeter firewalls, and then we'll have firewalls between sensitive domains like payroll, HR, research and development, um, things like that. A lot of times we'll have another layer of firewalls that further protect that information. That's what we're saying with this part of it, right? The important part: organizations also can consider the trustworthiness of the filtering or inspection mechanisms, that's hardware, firmware, software components that are critical to flow enforcement. So if we have a device there that's providing this protection between the top secret and the secret environment or between research and development and public or whatever, we want to verify that that device we're buying, it doesn't have any malicious code in it. We don't want to buy stuff from... Unknown vendors. This is part part of what we call third party uh, supply chain management And we want to make sure that if we're buying devices, we're buying devices, especially security devices like this that they're coming from a reputable source and We want to make sure that that device is trustworthy and that trustworthiness has to be determined by our organization. Do we trust a device? That is a, a, a I'll say just a Chinese knockoff of maybe a Cisco device Or do we need to make sure validate that we're getting a true Cisco device or a Foundry device or whatever network components we have, right? Um, The second half of this this part of the control really talks about in government, generally in government uh, environments, we talk about cross domain solutions. That doesn't mean they can only exist in government organizations, but that's generally where we see cross domain solutions. And that's where we allow traffic between a, a network like top secret and secret. That's the cross-domain solution, right? So that's what the second part of here goes on to talk about. It says, the control enhancements, number enhancement three through 32, a lot of enhancements here, primarily address cross-domain solution needs that focus on more advanced filtering techniques, in-depth analysis, stronger flow enforcement, mechanisms impl- implemented in cross-domain products such as high assurance guards, such capabilities are generally not available in the commercial off-the-shelf, off-the-shelf products. Information flow enforcement also uh, applies yeah. to Try it again, I need more coffee, I think. Information flow enforcement also applies to the control plane traffic, uh, routing and DS, DNS. Talk talking about the control plane, even, even the control plane in like a firewall, uh, in a, a multi-purpose security device. We're gonna have that control plane in the back um, traffic's going to be flowing there as well. So we have to think consider all types of traffic, especially when we're thinking about these systems that would need something like cross-domain solution. Cross-domain solutions are generally put in place with those different security do- domains that the government has. Um, confidential secret, top secret, those kind of things. We put them in place. So that's the second part. Obviously, we're not going to talk about a lot about that. Obviously, the other control enhancement we talked about is, is four, which falls in that realm. Which we'll be talking about, but that's the only other control we'll talk about. A bunch of related controls, I'll leave them on the screen here for a second for you to look at a bunch but in, the, in the AC, the Audit, CA, the PM, SA, SC families. Um, obviously, we can go, if we can't fully impl- implement this control, then we'll go to look at these other controls to see how we can reinforce or supplement uh, AC4. So, here's the actual control itself, right? enforce the approved authorizations for controlling the flow of information within the system and between the system connects between connected systems based on what right and that's that's something we have to define in my fictitious system i said the organization's access control standard so we have to look at the standard and it's going to define how information flow can be managed where we have the firewalls at where we have cross domain solutions where we have devices that are going to look for um, filtering, you know, that could be a layer seven firewall that could be a DLP solution, something like that we could have in place. And that's going to be defined in the access control standard. So if you've been following along, you know, there's a lot of things we have to be adding to the access control standard. Uh, yet another thing we have to add is the information we're talking about here. So the other thing we're going to see, I, you know, in the lower left hand corner, now the icon has changed down there. So if you look down here, now we've got its EIT. And that's just determining is this control examine interview or test and in this case we see it is all three we have examine interview and test and what we're going to do is as an assessor we're going to determine if the organization defines the information flow control policies for the control uh, to control the flow of information within the system and between interconnected systems right so that's the first part does the organization define that means we're documenting somewhere do they document it and that's going to be, in, in our case, that's going to be in the uh, access control standard. So as an assessor, that's part of the thing I'm going to examine, right? Examine the access control policy. Information flow policies. Procedures addressing uh, information flow enforcement. Uh, information system design documents. Information system configuration settings and associated documents. Information system baseline configuration. List of information flow authorizations. That's something we have in our standard. Uh, Information system audit records, who's looked at this before, and other relevant documents. We're always going to see that other relevant documents. That gives the assessor a lot of leeway to go out and find out what they're going to use. I can interview system and network administrators, organizational personnel, with information security responsibilities, system developers, and I can test uh, the mechanisms to make sure they work, right? And that's what we're going to do in the second part of this assessment. The information, make sure, determine if the information system enforces approved authorizations for controlling the flow of information within the system and between interconnected systems based on these organizationally defined information flow control policies. So as an assessor to do that, maybe I would say, you've got a DLP solution or you've got some kind of filtering solution set up that's supposed to catch information going from this domain that has PII in it to this public domain. Okay, maybe I'll create a message or create a document with a fake social security number in it. Don't, don't use real stuff. In these tests, I always say don't use the real stuff because you don't want a, a, a breach of information. You want, don't want to spill. So you cre- create a document with a fake social security number and try to pass it on. Try to send it from system A to system B. Does the solution catch it? Does it stop it from going where it's supposed to go? Right. Um, maybe I'm going to try to connect to the web, the internet, by bypassing the proxy. Right. Whatever the restrictions are that are defined in that first part, whatever's defined the standard, I'm gonna go ahead and see if I can break it. That's part of being an assessor, right? So the other, other thing we have in one of the baselines is enhancement four. So AC four, enhancement four. If you see in the bottom left corner, this is only in the high baseline. That's where we started with. And the, the discru- discussion around this one's much shorter, right? Flow control, mes- me- <laughs> it's not easier to say though, so flow control mechanisms include content checking, security policy, policy filters, uh, data type identifiers, right? They also go on to say the term encryption is extended to cover uh, encoded data, not recognizing by, not rec- <laughs> wow. The term encryption is extended to cover encoded data not recognized by filtering mechanisms. Obviously related control here is SI4, so we've got is so we've got our filtering solution, right? And it should be checking for different things like secret information, PII, trade secrets. It should be keeping that stuff from going across. If it, if it can go across, that's fine, right? So so we know that. That's that's cool. We kind of talked about that already. Well, we haven't talked about if data is encrypted, right? If it's encrypted, we shouldn't allow that to go across the device if we can't somehow decrypt it, right? So we wanna make sure that we're filtering for things. We're filtering for that PII. We're filtering for that secret information. We're filtering for things that shouldn't be going from system A to system B. One of the ways someone could try to bypass that system is they could take that secret information, encrypt it, and then send it across the wire. If our device can't decrypt it, we have to determine what we're going to do with it. Um, And that's what this control is all about. Once it's encrypted, what happens, what happens at that device, right? So this one is generally, most of this control is organizationally defined variables. And that's kind of makes, some of these controls are hard when it gets like this, right? So prevent encrypted information from bypassing. Then the first part of there is an assignment, organizationally defined information flow control mechanisms, right? By, and then there's a selection, one or more of the following, decrypting the information, blocking the flow of encrypted information, terminating communication sessions, attempting to pass encrypted information. So we have to decide decide from those what we're going to do. And then we're going to assign something, and that's going to be the organizationally defined procedure or method. So in my fake system, here's what I said. Prevent encrypted information from bypassing the organizational IDS, IPS, and DLP systems by decrypting the information, if we can, or blocking the flow of encrypted information as required by the access control standard. So we can go to the access control standard and we read more about that. When can we encrypt it, or when can we decrypt it, and when do we block it, right? So essentially it's gonna be, in my case, it would be, hey, if if I can't decrypt it and read it, I'm gonna block it. That's gonna be the rules that I put in place, right? So again, at the bottom here, we have our our EIT, our exit, model it says we do have examine interview and test kind of looking at the same documents same documents we do for for AC4 we're gonna look at the same thing for AC4 enhancement for to include uh, testing the system right can I encrypt a, a document and get it to go through the to go through the tunnel to the other destination right so that's what I'm going to determine determine if the organization defines a procedure or method to employ be employed to prevent encrypted information for bypassing content checking mechanisms? Do I need to define it? That's always the first part, define it. That's in the document. Do we define it? And the second part is, does the system do it, right? If the, de- determine if the information system prevents encrypted information from bypassing content checking mechanisms by doing one or more of the following. Does it decrypt the information? Does it block the flow of encrypted information? Does it terminate the communication session, attempting to pass encrypted information? Or does it do something else, right? And in our case, we'd wanna say, okay, the document's gonna define when it decrypts and when it blocks, right? So those two things I'm gonna check as an assessor. I will try to pass some encrypted information um, and I'll try to pass in those two two realms. Possibly when uh, it can decrypt it, maybe it'll let it go through if it's clear and if it's it's decrypted and it, or it can't be if it can't be decrypted, then it should block the session, right? So that's that's all of AC4 we need to cover. And, and as we said, a lot of this is covered by cross-domain solutions that are really used uh, in those high-trust situations within the government. That's where we have um, confidential information, top-secret information. Compartmented information, SAP solutions, things like that. We're going to put those cross domain solutions in. So for a, a normal system, it's going to be AC4 and AC4 enhancement 4. Those are in the baselines. Remember, AC4, you're only going to have it in the moderate and high systems, and then enhancement 4 is only in the high systems alone. Hopefully that helps you get through this control. I see a bunch of folks joined in. Uh, Rainier's here. Morning. Good morning, Rainier. Lumi's here, uh, Richard's here as well, Paul, Paul's doing well, hopefully uh, oh, late, late in the evening or late, early in the evening in Scotland, I think, maybe, maybe afternoon, I guess, and Sam is here. Paul, I guess it was, what are you, seven hours ahead? It's 827 here in the East Coast, so um, good morning, everyone, it's good to see you here. Hopefully, you likes like this new format. This is the new format we're going to go forward with. Um, really laser focusing down. I still don't know who contacted me on the web to talk about this. It's a web. It was a visitor 79. I can't. I don't know who it was. I asked who it was. Don't know who it was. This is going to really laser focus in. We're going to get in there. We're going to go in more detail on these controls, and we'll be able to really focus and hopefully expand on it. Hopefully, this helps you. Let me know in the comments. Let me know in the comments if this is helping you or not. Um, Paul says early afternoon, in Scotland. Good deal. Uh, Beth is here. Uncomfortable. Look at oh, closed captioning. I wish we could do live clo- closed captioning. It'll be there later, Beth. Uh, the system it automatically does it later. I wish it closed captioned, closed caption. and thirteen uh, thirty in Scotland as 130 if you're a civilian. so hopefully your day's going well. Hopefully hopefully you've got a productive week. I know Mike Bravo's doing resumes, toast his fingers bleed. Um I've got a lot going on this week as well. Um finish up that uh, AZ nine hundred class for St. Louis University. Saint Louis University, if you guys they, they do a great program over there in uh cloud. They're doing a bunch of cloud stuff at St. Slough. So good things going on over there. Um Work's going like crazy, and this, you guys, you guys keep me going in the morning. Get me up. Get me going. Um, always, always, always take care of your friends, family, coworkers. Take care of each other. Mike, Mike's going to say go get some. Um, I'm going to say just just be good. Go do do productive stuff this week. Be productive. I'm going to start throwing some information about organizational tips that i found that may help you in your career. But uh, if you could, if you could share with your friends, if you have people that are going through this, want to know this stuff, the more the merrier. Uh, different viewpoints can definitely help. I've got my viewpoint. You def- you guys definitely throw your viewpoint in. Love to see it. It always helps. Uh, get up in the morning, sh- share a cup of coffee. You can watch this later in the day, obviously. You can listen to it later. It'll be on the podcast later. And if you could, if you haven't yet, subscribe to the channel. It helps me uh, Helps me get where I need to go. Uh, doesn't cost you a dime. Uh, you can like the video. You can like the channel. You can comment. I'd love to hear what you got to say about access control, this new format, access control uh, for uh, flow controls, even cross-domain solutions, if you want to throw some unclassified information and stuff that's not going to get anybody in trouble. What do you know about cross-domain solutions? I know a couple couple devices I've looked at, one-way transfers and things like that in the past, but I'd love to hear what you guys just say. That being said, we're running right on time, 8.30. That's going to wrap it up, and for you guys be good out there. Go take care of each other. Uh, good luck, uh, with a bunch a bunch of resumes if anybody um knows anything mike mike wants to i don't know what you want to do mike um, let us know and tomorrow morning we'll see we'll talk about the next control in line tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock so you guys be good out there and we'll see you then